This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Triple Beck. You feel like getting in touch with us sometime during the course of the day? I am so glad you came. I am so glad you came today. Really? Because normally you're ambivalent, uh, but today you feel a little differently? Mm. Yeah, it just seems like they're better people today. Like there's that group that usually shows up and it's like, oh gosh. You know, but these people today seem great. Uh, Much better than normal. The normal people that come, oh my, oh gosh, we don't even want them to see it. How do you even know who is. We don't want uh, them to see it. Uh, But today. Today, this group, the people different. that hear this message are awesome. Okay, uh, people who, and people even you know even if someone were to get this message secondhand, they're great. Mm-hmm. But what I'm talking about are the other people, and those people are terrible. Really, I think okay. we can, I think we can all come together on that. Uh, is it, yes, I guess so. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure, but maybe. Okay, you know. So, <laughs> uh, so this uh, douche is in uh, custody. Uh, in uh, did they shoot him? Uh, I don't know if they shot him. There's a shootout in Linden, yeah. um, uh, New Jersey. It's funny. All every I know. every part of this story is a train stop on my former. You are commute. kidding. Uh, Jeffy and I had to go through these cities. All I thought of Linden, yesterday. Elizabeth, uh, <laughs> and then of course, obviously, uh, in New York City. And there's a little cutie right there. Can right. we get a close up of the cutie and uh, you can take a look at him and uh, see what you think? I and tweeted a parent, uh, an apparent photo um, uh, of mm-hmm. him on the ground. Uh, uh, as he was being caught in Linden. I mean, we can show yeah. that photo if we can dig it up, uh, guys in the control room. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it does seem like they've caught him. They bring him to the hospital. He was injured. I don't know if he was shot or not. Or if they so he must have been. Yeah, he may have been shot. or Because they said there was a shootout, right? There was a shootout, reportedly. Yeah. Um, so what did this guy do? He set up pressure cooker bombs uh, in New York City and New Jersey. Um, and uh, if you watch the footage of this, I don't know if we have the footage. Do we have the footage of the, of the explosions going off by any chance, guys? Um, so one of the bombs that went off uh, in Chelsea, uh, the main one that injured some people, uh, you can see the glass being busted by, like, the ball bearings that he put in there, and that's, like, the mm-hmm. big uh, issue there. I don't know why they continue to sell both ball bearings and pressure cookers, because you don't need that. Right. Can you cook things other ways? You can yes. cook things other way. You microwave yes, you ovens, can. Yes, uh, you regular can, ovens. Too. You can cook things other way. We you don't know what need, these who, are. No one you, needs a pressure cooker to make all food. All they are are instruments of death. Instruments of death. That's what it is. I mean, clearly, at uh, least band push at the very least. Can we get a four-day waiting period on and ball reg- bearings and a registry and a registry? So I mean, we know something has to be done. Something what if, has you, to be what done. if you go through a, a mental health exam before? Is it? Do you need that pressure cooker today? 
No, you can wait a few days, mm. maybe a few weeks, a few months. Um, is there an emergency food that needs to be pressure cooked? Is that no. something that's no, there no, is of not. Of course not. No, uh, there is not. You don't need these things. You know, if you want to get maybe look, maybe no one train... needs to cook things under pressure. No, no one, no one needs to. Now, if you want to put it in the hands uh, of a licensed chef, maybe right. we just license all uh, license all people who prepare food. Nobody's going to cook uh, a deer mm-hmm. with a pressure cooker. Right. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, right. And look, Am I right? Have you ever cooked a deer on a pressure cooker? I never well, have. And this brings up a larger point. I never point, have. Pat. At this point in 2016, mm-hmm. there are restaurants everywhere. Who needs an oven at all? At, at all. Home? And who needs to be at preparing all. food at their house? Right. You go to a, a licensed mm. place that is checked. The food quality <clears throat> is checked uh, by, by mm-hmm. the government so you it's know it's It's all done safe. for you there. It's all done for you. And it's they hand you the food you. and you eat it and you leave. Right. Okay. You don't even have and to then, do dishes at that point. It right. just makes sense. Thank you. Although, I Common will say, we sense. have to do something about the waste that comes out of those places. We'll get to that, though. Okay. Yeah. And what I think is, and I'm just going to throw this out there, we have a real obesity problem in this country. Yeah. What if we forced everyone to eat at restaurants, and those mm-hmm. restaurants, we forced all of them to only prepare healthy foods? Because then idea. we could solve all these problems at once. No more pressure cooker bombings. Right. Uh, no more obesity. Mm-hmm. No more global warming. We get all these things out of the way, and we you do just it. killed three birds with one stone. Yeah. Are you running for office? Wow! You know what? If you're not, you should I be. I'd like to announce. <laughs> if right you're now, not, you should be. Uh, that I would like to be president of the United States because I can solve these problems for you. I don't have any. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have any uh, experience in solving them. Neither did the person running. Well, yes, and of course in not. the Republican but Party. I, I will. First of all, I will do them bigly. Um, okay. They will be solved bigly. They, they have and to sec- be solved bigly. And secondly, more importantly, it would be an interesting <laughs> experience to figure out how to do it. It would be. And so yeah. that's good for me. Yeah. Because I, I mean, it would be interesting for me. That's what Gary Johnson said about the terrorist yeah. thing on CNN so this morning. Uh, yeah. I, well, look, I just think it would be interesting and, and challenging to try to deal with these things. I wish I had the intelligence so I could tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I, again, it's unbelievable, I get it. man. That is probably honest. Right. I mean, like no one unless you're in that. The only person, honestly, well, two people could could actually lay claim to having some experience in this real experience in this field. And it would be Hillary because she was secretary of state and obviously dealt poorly with these situations, but has experience. And Evan McMullen, you could obviously argue he was a CIA agent uh, doing this work. So you could certainly argue that. Yeah. Uh, But outside of that, every every candidate, Mitt Romney was doing this. Barack Obama was doing this. Uh, You know, you know, uh, John McCain is a bad example. Obviously, he has military experience, but long before really the terrorism stuff, he did deal with it at some level, however. But most candidates it's going here, yeah. having to depend on experts and to try to figure this stuff out. Uh, but Gary Johnson is the only one who's going to say, well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You know what would be interesting is if I was quizzed on it. <laughs> what is Aleppo? He just comes off as so goofy, and that's well, not what because you want. he is. Right. And where Trump, obviously... You know, can't speak in full sentences and has his own issues. He does come off as he at least acts like he knows what he's talking about, uh, which is not truthful, uh, but is a little calming, I think, to people. When he comes out and says, I know more about the general, about ISIS than the generals, everybody, everybody knows he's lying. Even the people who support him know he does not know more Until about ISIS than the generals. Until he says two words, believe me. Believe me. And then then you, you know he's telling the truth. It's all powerful, Pat. Because he's asked you to believe him. Um, so. so one of the things I guess they did with these bombings was uh, there was flip phones attached uh, mm-hmm. to uh, the pressure cookers that set them off. One of them didn't go off. They had the, the flip phone. They were able to identify it and track it to him. One thing, another uh, legitimate proposal I will make as, as your candidate the mm-hmm. president of the United States, mm-hmm. is anyone who buys a flip phone automatically charged with terrorism? 
Nice. Nice. Uh, flip phone, pressure cooker, and ball bearings. Yeah, if you buy those, those three th- things. Those three things. And if I may add a fourth, a knife. If you add a knife, you're clearly going to stab somebody at a mall. That's another good thing for my, my whole restaurant thing. Yeah. We make the, the, you have to go to a restaurant to eat. We make yeah. it healthy. And we're the only people, the only people who are allowed to have knives are the people, people at the in restaurants. restaurants. Yeah, chefs. Are you a chef? No, you're not. No, you're not. No. Uh, leave it to the chef. Uh, knife-wielding man injured eight people at a mall in central Minnesota uh, during a bloody rampage in which he reportedly referenced Allah and asked at least one victim if they were Muslim, and when they uh, were not, he stabbed them. I I can't figure out a motive for this. I don't, yeah, I don't know. We may never, we'll ne- know never know what drove this man. We may never know what his motivation for this stabbing and these attacks uh, My guess is a passion uh, for knives, but I don't know. You know, we you don't, don't know, know and sure. I, I, it pisses me sure. off. You just speculated he might have a passion for knives. Well, I just how think, dare you? Well, I'm just saying the most likely culprit here is the knife. Well, culture. the knife, of course, and the knife culture. You're knife right. Culture. You're just, right. I mean, it just seems like knife culture. It probably, uh, probably wanted lower taxes. Yeah. You know, didn't like the census is my guess. Okay. Um, you know, I think. Uh, well, look, no one needs a knife that cuts right through things. No, no one needs that. Nobody needs it. They're made for one thing, and that's to, that's to, to stab and to cut. Mm-hmm. You stab or you cut. That's all you do with a knife. That you don't paint walls with them. You don't heal people. Well, in some places, if you're if, uh, like a surgeon is cut. But that's a, that's a scalpel. That's a scalpel. That's something totally that's different. That's a scalpel. That's completely different. Right. I'll, here's what I will say, Pat. I, you ever have a? Do you ever uh, want to mm. slice an apple, right? Yeah. Um, and you, you know, you could use a knife for that, I guess. Just I like you guess. could use a machine gun to kill a deer, <laughs> you know. But they also have the apple slicer where you push it down from the top and it like, eliminates better. the core. It's yeah. much better. All we need are those. That's all we need. Just slice our apples. We don't need knives. Right. O- only a crazy person at this point in 2016 would use a knife to slice an apple. I, I, we need a four-day, four to, four to nine-day, four to ten days. Mm. Four days to seven weeks waiting period on buying a knife. And a background check. And in, an extensive one. Let, let me tell you a scary story from this weekend, Pat. All right. And this really happened to me. Okay. I happened to be at a little uh, f- uh, festival, local festival this weekend, yeah. in which they had a candied apple stand. Oh, my. Now, candied apple looks incredibly delicious when, when you see it. So it has uh, caramel sauce on it or whatever. This it's one was a... Uh, um, or as a, you would say, a caramel. Twix. A Twix. Oh, oh really? Uh, covered kind of, apple. Oh, man. That sounds good. Uh, the one I, good. That was the one I chose, which I, of course, did choose. Good choice. Um, and, uh, and so you've got, like, basically just Twix really chocolate on the outside and Twix crumbly and, and caramel oh, on the outside. Really yeah. good um, choice. And then, now, one, uh, this is kind of a side point from our current discussion, which is mm-hmm. candied apples are unbelievably great. Um, mm-hmm. The only problem with them is they're 80% apple, which is like, <laughs> what I want is a Twix bar. That's it. What I wanted was an apple-sized Twix bar, and, yeah. and what I got was a yeah. coating of Twix with an apple inside, which <clears throat> was still really they're good. Trying to, they're mm. trying to hook you into being kind of healthy. Right, you know, and like, they're trying to trick you there. And I just, That's a good point, Stu. <laughs> For you, Jeff, you wanted to point that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because of the apple, once you get to the apple, it's just an apple, guys. Yeah. It's just an apple. Uh, they, they, what they need to do is slice it up and then dip it. Yes. So then every piece is mm-hmm. covered um, mm-hmm. because the insides, uh, this is a, a whole other rant. <laughs> but this crazy person at the stand offered to slice the apple for us. What did she pull out? 
a knife. Oh, oh my gosh. She didn't have the apple slicer. This is, this is an I, apple. Did somebody shoot her? I hope. I hope so. Okay. I hope after I, I tried to report her to the <laughs> FBI and they seemed to not even be responsive to it. Wow. Which makes me uh, terrified for wow. our, our future. She should have been shot right there. Right on the spot. Yeah, you, right you, on well, the spot. Wait, you don't need a knife for that. No. Do you need a bazooka? To hunt rodents? <laughs> no. No. You don't need a killing no, machine to slice an you apple. D- you don't. You just have one of the apple slices. You can press down on it. It's all sliced perfectly. Like the core is removed. Tank to a red ant problem. Right. You don't do That's that. What, you don't do it. You don't do it. Although I would take a tank to the damn red ants. I That's about the only them. way you can kill them too. So. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, I, I got some stuff from uh, from the aspirin <clears throat> people. Which is always a good thing when you're buying your uh, ant poison from Bear. From Bear, yeah. Um, but man, they, they got the they stuff. Have a good, they have a good one. Holy they're, crap, they, they got the stuff. They're all ready to buy out Monsanto, man. They're going to make the stuff better now. Ooh, yeah. They're going to make killing stuff even better. <laughs> is Bear s- buying out Monsanto? Yeah. 66, that's not a true thing, is it? Yeah, it's like 66 billion. Or 60 billion. What? That's a true thing? Yeah, Monsanto's supposedly going to be sold, which is incredible. I mean, that's a big company to be sold to anybody. And evil. They're going to stay here in the U.S., though, Pat. Don't worry about it. Uh, they're still evil. We all know how Monsanto is evil. I disagree right. with that analysis, but uh, <laughs> the point is that the bear ant stuff kills a lot of people. It does. And, but again, I mean, it kills a lot of ants. It doesn't kill a lot of people. Um, uh, but uh, is it, isn't that too much? What if we reasoned with the ants? I mean, sure, maybe a licensed... Uh, Indiscriminate killing of any being... Is wrong. Is wrong. Is wrong. Um, it's not indiscriminate, by the way. They they are constantly uh, attacking my children, and uh, you don't get to attack my kids. Well, did, did you single out the ants who actually performed the attack, or did no, you kill the all the ants? On all the ants? That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's indiscriminate. That's true. And I, that's, I a, them as that's a, a disproportionate response. <laughs> no, it's not to a problem. No, it's not. You should have killed only the ants responsible for hurting your child. And not even kill them. (laughs) Did you have a trial? I didn't have a trial. No. You don't even know which ones are guilty. It was like a drone attack. Wow. Wow, you're right, Pat. Wow. Uh, I mean, mean, how many times have you told your kids not to stand by the fire ant hill? Well, they they have these little highways in my my driveway, Mm -hmm. um, uh, the ant highways. Um, they have ant highways? Yes, they do. There's these, uh, there's oh, these yeah. long, like, dividers of the concrete or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I have those. And, and, so and, and they, that's where they run. Yeah. So they, this, they scramble and they put all their food down. So I just, put a, I just put the ant poison in the middle of the intersection. They all just dope, just run right into it every time. Stupid idiots. <laughs> Stupid ants. And then they, do they take it back to their queen to die there? Because well, the Andro stuff, does. Andro, yeah. supposedly. That's the stuff I used before. And the Andro stuff works, too. I, I, I will say. Was the bear better? The bear is, like, in. Instant. Really? It is instant. Oh wow! Uh, you know, it's does it's it like bubble that. like bubble out of the hill? No, they just it doesn't. It's just over. It's sad. It's 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 sad. Although huh. because they're it's they're really actually, not sad because they deserve yeah, serious. I will say that um, red ants are worse than ISIS, um, <laughs> and that is that there's a scientific study that points it out from me. Yeah, uh, and I hate them so much. <laughs> yes, um, because they I mean they are legitimately terrible creatures, and they always come back. <laughs> they are terrible. But you got You got You have to take time. They're dang hard to kill. And I will People say, in northern climates don't understand how awful they are, but they are awful, and they deserve and to die. And you can't even use your yard. Right. You can't. I have my kids got I a... I certainly uh, don't want your kids out there. Right. My kids got a slip and slide, which I freaking loved my slip and slide when I was a kid. It was like my favorite oh, yeah. thing in the world. It was fun. Ruin the grass and this big this patch right across mm-hmm. your grass. I mean, I love mm-hmm. that thing. 
Um, and we're going to have some uh, conversation soon about slip and slide technology, which is uh, there, there needs to be some improvements made. Okay. It's <laughs> Isn't it time? It's time? I mean, it's been the it same for time. about 60 years. If Donald Come Trump on. will make slip and slides great again, <laughs> I will vote for him. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, we had, so I put the slip and slide out. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, know, you know, this is the first time they've ever had anything like this. They're going on the slip and slide. And I had to check the entire area to make sure I didn't put the slip and slide down on a stupid anthill because yeah. then they'd all, you know, be bit up like crazy. Of course, I didn't take the time to uh, really navigate the area I was standing. Oh, boy. Because I was just thinking, ah, well, you know. So I was standing there watching them go on the slip and slide and then. My ankles. And you were attacked? Really, oh, yeah, all bit up. Oh, no, really? Oh, yeah. This is a couple weeks ago. So I had to, I that suffered sucks. through, like, last week is, because about that five blows. days later is hell. Like, between three and five days is the worst part of the Red Ant stuff, because it, like, mm. just turns into your obsession. That's all you can think about all the time those days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a canker sore. It's, like, way worse than what it is. You know, <laughs> a canker sore hurts, mm-hmm. but it it devastates your life in a way that it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all you can think about when you have one. It's the same thing with these stupid mm-hmm. red ant bites. All you can think about is itching your ankles. Yeah. Uh, until it goes Perhaps away. Perhaps scratching your ankles because they itch. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. I'm my wife you. has. My wife is very anal about that particular, and and really goes after our children for saying that too. I'm uh, itching my scratch. Or I'm, I'm itching my you're arm. doing what are you doing? Yeah, I'm itching my arm. No, you're. I think you're scratching an itch is what you're doing there. But That's an important... It's uh, a weird thing that so many people do. You ever notice that? Perhaps I've never noticed it until now. Perhaps until now, now you have. I will say. Uh, but <laughs> but they, do, they do become bothersome. There's some sort of venom or something, right? Yeah. From, the, from the ant. I think it's beyond a bite or a sting or whatever it is, because I think they put something in you. And I think the way we could summarize this entire break is that ISIS is essentially a bunch of red ants. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and need to be yes. destroyed. Um, because this is, you know, th- this is their new pattern, right? It's like you're just, I mean, luckily, the only, the best defense we have against these people, luckily, is that they're all seemingly very incompetent. Um, you know, there's only been a very f- limited amount of competent terrorists. Well, yeah, you God. look at the you look at the the douche in the airplane who tried to do his underwear uh, underwear bomber, shoe underwear bomber. bomber, the shoe bomber who caught on fire, the you know the dumbass at uh, uh, outside the um, I think it was the Lion King. Yep, there was there that was, was that the guy. underwear guy, wasn't it? Wasn't that the was underwear that the guy? underwear guy? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, and someone had said, that and I, don't, I, I hadn't put any time into actually thinking about this uh, since I heard it on the news, but they said uh, that this is the first successful terrorist attack, meaning it blew up something in New York City since 9-11. Wow. And I don't know if that's true. It didn't Ugh. seem true, but uh, I don't know if maybe they're not classifying some shootings. But I mean, I guess a lot of the shootings have happened outside of New wow. York. Yeah, they have. Um, so I don't know. Maybe that yeah. is true. I, I, off the top of my head, it didn't strike me as, as an obvious example, but there wow. probably is something. Uh, bottom line is like this is a pretty big deal. This guy's luckily now uh, in custody, and and hopefully we can, uh, right? You know, uh, get you know. Hopefully it was just him. You know. Yeah, I hope so. You know, and luckily again, like he was bad at this. I mean, you know, this eventually have, there's going to be somebody more competent. I, as Buck pointed out on the show today, like luckily this guy put you know put it in a freaking steel dumpster like an idiot. Right. I mean, well, thank I, goodness. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. Uh, you know, because at some point these guys are going to be able to do this, um, you know, in a way that wipes out a lot of people. And and at that point, you want to be prepared for whatever attack has happened, wow. if there is an attack, mm-hmm. or if there's a, you know, maybe it's not a man-made uh, problem. Maybe it's a weather-related problem, and you know, you the food supply dries up for a few days or a week or a month. 
our buddies at My Patriot Supply have your back. And, and yeah, it's, it's awesome because we just went through our food storage uh, situation over the weekend. My wife did a huge inventory, and we've decided we're actually going to get more, too. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't think you can ever be too prepared. We're going to go like Walmart? Or, uh, no, we're gonna go to my Patriot Supply. Costco. No, we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna go to my Patriot Supply. Pretty smart. I mean, it's ninety nine bucks for four weeks of emergency food, uh, and you know you the, can't beat that. When we're talking about terrorism, sort of the you know, for lack of a better term, a lone wolf or a lone wolf cell. I mean, for you know, disconnected from like a Osama bin Laden type of thing. The the, the recent example that comes to mind is the Boston thing. Yeah. And you know, I knew people in Boston uh, at that time uh, who were not able to leave their house to go to work. They were not mm-hmm. able to to do anything. And like that one lasted for a day because they found the guy. But it could have been longer than that. Yeah. I mean, it could have been three, four, or five days where they were, you were unable to leave your house. Uh, could be even longer than that. Uh, and if the food supply gets disrupted by a major terrorist attack, you could be talking weeks easily without access to uh, to more food. So why not take care of those uh, those possibilities with my Patriot Supply? The food lasts for 25 years. It lasts for a year even after you open it. Yeah, go go to their website and check out all the various things they offer because it's not just food. It's water. It's all kinds of emergency items that you are going to need uh, for an emergency. So call them today at 888-411-5290. There's a limit of two per caller on this incredible offer. Sorry, Jeffy. Online at preparewiththeblaze.com or give them a call at 888 888- 411-5290. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Uh, You know what I love is when actors get involved in politics. Oh, so smart. Oh, my gosh. So smart. Because... You get to enjoy their movies, right? Mm-hmm. But then you get to see how deep and profound they really are in real life. I will never. I will say, never has a, has a celebrity spoken out on a matter of politics or importance to the nation that has made that in effect made my opinion of them worse. It always improves it. Always improves it. Always it. makes me think, wow, they're a yeah. lot better than I thought they were. This is going to be the case again for you because okay, actress. Uh, and she probably resents being called an actress. She's just an actor. Okay, oh, okay good. She, let's, not, let's not specify any sort of gender here. This is non-gender specific. Shailene Woodley, uh, who is the star of uh, the um, uh, it's Divergent. Was that the first one? You know, Divergent and then... Insurgent. Insurgent, Allegiant, or Detergent, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Well, now she's in... She's uh, Edward Snowden's girlfriend in the new movie, Snowden. Uh, and she had some really deep thoughts. 
she said uh, she wondered in an interview uh, to what extent teen pregnancy numbers would diminish. Quote, if masturbation were taught in school. (laughs) That is something I'd never considered until this very moment. That is so profound and deep. As a young woman, you don't learn how to pleasure yourself. You don't learn what an O should be. You don't learn, she actually said the full word, uh, you don't learn that you should have feelings of satisfaction. Uh, She's always had a dream of making a book called There's No Right Way to Masturbate. It's a great dream to have. Wow, is that a beautiful dream. That's a beautiful dream. Because you know what, the the interesting thing about it is that people seem to never be able to figure it out. On their own, um, <laughs> it's 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 a complete mystery to most people. Um, and what's, what's interesting is it's I always find it, it's so it's it's a, it says so much about the progressive uh, mind, right? That like things that people really like, they still think needs to be taught by the government. People yeah. figure art out because they like art. People play sports all the time because they like sports. They find ways to play them. People like sex. They no, seem to enjoy it. That's why it we have the Ministry of Sports because no, nobody right. will play it. But it's like they, and they we have to force like, it. Well, like, you know, Big Bird was a nice example from the 2012 exam, uh, election. Oh, Mitt Romney wants to kill off Big Bird. You don't think Big Bird survives capitalism? Big Bird is one of the, it's one of the most popular Big characters on Earth. <laughs> you don't need maker. government support <clears throat> for Big Bird. Big Bird survives uh, the Sesame Street apocalypse uh, pretty easily. Uh, but it's an interesting mindset here. And, and it's like this idea here with, with, um, uh, with teaching um, uh, this in schools. It's, it's so absurd because it's something that people, sex is something that people enjoy, right? Um, they find their way to it pretty, pretty naturally. Um, uh, and, you know, you could argue, well, what about protection or things like that? that? Maybe that should be taught in school. But the idea that you need to, this isn't, well, it's not, it does not need to be taught in school. Particularly, like, think about how many stories we have, seemingly weekly, of teachers who are, like, ha- literally having sex with their students. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that with this excuse? Well, I was just teaching them. We have to teach. Is it part of the curriculum, guys? Uh, Wow. God only knows how that would go. She is particularly stupid. I mean, that's unbelievable. She she believes if it were taught in school, uh, there would be fewer people who got pregnant as teens who get herpes uh, or, you know, any sexually transmitted disease. Which is, you know, like they're not going to do both. Like they're not already doing both. Right. Of course. I, I mean... She's also a supporter of Bernie Sanders, uh, as she was babbling at some Sanders rally. She said that uh, as a supporter of Sanders, it was also difficult to discuss politics in Hollywood because most people there are so privileged. It's difficult to talk about Bernie Sanders, a socialist in Hollywood? Please. Oh, it's so difficult. You'd be a freaking hero in Hollywood if she talked. I mean, if, if the election was just Hollywood, Bernie Sanders would be president. Oh, yeah. No question about that. They don't see the 99% of America, she says, because they don't have to. It's hard for people like that to see another perspective. As if they've always been uh, incredibly wealthy. As if they've always been Hollywood actors. Like they didn't grow up in normal families doing regular things and, and just find their way into acting or, 
work their way into acting and then become famous. That's never happened. They don't know the other side of life. I, I just don't understand the stupidity of the Sanders people and this 99% crap. Okay, I'm okay now. Triple eight seven two seven back. Jeffy, you're probably the best person to answer this. Is there a person? There is no right way to. How many times? I mean, you no, no, I, that. that's not what I was going to say. Is there a person in existence who is going out and having sex and getting, you know, to get pregnant, right? Um, that is not already dabbling in the other behavior. <laughs> Like, it's not like, well, we have to stop teen pregnancy so people realize there's another alternative that they can do with them and they're on their right. own. They already realize it. And that may, may have been what led to the other thing, in fact. Yeah. Uh, right? Uh, right. I mean, I Jeffy? Right. Jeffy? I, Jeffy? Okay, I'll let you go with that for now because <laughs> you don't want me to delve. Triple eight seven twenty seven back is the phone number. Back we really don't. Doing a because I don't. I'm happy to, to go down no, the, you, the road. No, you yeah, started. Like, we just don't talking. want you to. Uh, in all circumstances, oh, just this one. Just let me say this. No, no, don't say it. <laughs> Whatever. It was a uh, really terrible weekend. Truly terrible. Because of the bombings. Obviously, you know, well, you have these terrorist attacks, and, and, and you have a situation in which... What? Why are you laughing? No, are you're you shaming. Have, you're just shaming No, me. we had uh, obviously dozens of people hurt. We had multiple mm -hmm. bombings. We had people stabbed in Minnesota. I mean. It was a terrible weekend. You're it right. was a terrible I'm just trying weekend. To get, I'm trying to back your no, point. No, you're right. You're right. That, and you <laughs> summed up nicely. Yeah. Why, Why it was a terrible weekend, yes. right? So it's, what were you going to say about that? That it was really bad like yeah, that. Yeah, it was really I mean, bad. I hope that doesn't anything? happen anymore. <laughs> that was your whole point. Now on a totally separate issue. <laughs> <laughs> totally separate issue. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that I must extract myself from because it's, uh, it's ruining my life. Um, <laughs> I've had the same feeling ruining, about that very similar topic. Ruining my life as uh, the BYU Cougars <laughs> lost again. Lost this is again. what's really crushing it. It's got uh, nothing to do with terrorism. It was a tough weekend, man. They're, one, they're one and two, and they've lost the two games by a combined four points. And it's just its so agonizingly frustrating because they've got a tremendous quarterback behind the guy who's playing right now. And for whatever reason, they've stubbornly... <laughs> Decided that they're going with him no matter what. And I, I love the guy. He was great in the past. Yes, he had three season-ending injuries. But that's no reason to leave him in no matter what. And they must have told him when they made him quarterback, look, we're sticking with you and you don't have to look behind your, your over your shoulder. And they've left him in no matter what. Has he been bad? Is it his fault? Yeah, it's, he's bad. He's not, he has he's not bad. been good. He's not been good. He had, the, at halftime of the game on Saturday against UCLA, uh, which we wound up losing 17-14, but it's 10 nothing at the half. Coming off the field, they ask uh, our, our coach. So, because everybody knows we've got this, you know, freshman of the year last year, quarterback behind this guy who could throw the freaking football! So they ask him coming off the field if he's considering a quarterback change. No, I'm happy with the guys we've got on the field right now. 
What part is making you happy? The zero points on the scoreboard? <laughs> or the, the 10 min- from the other team? Yeah, the 10 from the other team. The minus 16 yards or the whopping 78 yards passing? What part is making you happy? <laughs> They it's didn't, driving did me they out of my mind. That or no, they, they did not. They did, he, they, ran, he ran they, into the tunnel. They weren't me. Uh, I would have asked the follow-up. I would have asked the follow-up. And I, you know, I, I can't even describe to you how much money I would put down to have Pat be the sideline reporter at BYU games. They would have like 80 shares. They would oh, be like, yeah. more watched than the Super Bowl just as, as the coach is running out. And you're screaming uh, at him. Yeah. The home team radio is supposed to be, you know, Good for the coach. Right. Hey, coach, how's it going? Good. Get, get, get back on the feet at halftime. Wait a minute, coach. One more thing. What part yeah. is making you happy? You know. So anyway, they come back and he plays a little bit better in the second half, and they wound up losing seventeen fourteen. But the defense has been so great this year. If they just have a little. Offensive yeah, production, boy. we'd be three and zero. Oh. You boys let me down. We'd be three and zero heading into the West Virginia game this weekend, and we're not. And then poor Jeffy, uh, you let me down because I was after Missouri lost yeah. in the fourth quarter yeah. by one point to Georgia. They were playing. That was a and they had a shot at uh, beating they a came pretty up, good team. Opening drive, drove mm. down, scored a touchdown, looked great, and that's when they decided, oh, we got this game. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's four quarters for a reason. Mm. What is the reason? So they get for that, by the way. What is the that's reason? the layout of the game. No, the, oh, okay. right. the, the rules agreed upon before the start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You could always do the Trump thing and just say it was rigged. Rigged well, against you. I, yes. I gotta tell you. I'm about to resort to that. But then, so they lose, of course. So they drive the final drive of the play for Georgia. Goes down, scores a touchdown to go one point in the lead. So yeah. they're also one and two, right? Yeah. In the season. And we, we should have won the game, no question. So I think, oh. Yeah. I got BYU, yeah. though. And it's a late lose. game. So yeah. last mm-hmm. to be at BYU, it's good. Yeah, yeah. No. not so much. Did not go well for no, you. It was ten yeah. nothing, and then I I stuck around for a little bit of the third and four. I couldn't even make it to the end of the game because I. No, I it's frustrating, I take man. The loss. It was seriously frustrating. Um, uh, so what, was the Packer game last night uh, against the Vikings. That was another frustrating, and they lost by the same seventeen fourteen score. So I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Bradford played pretty well. Uh, the new the former Eagles. I thought he looked really good. Yeah, played really well, and yeah. uh, they were able to. Uh, the Packers. There's something weird. I mean, I've said this before on on this show, and to pat off the air, it's like there's something weird with the Packers, and that they have way too much talent to have this much these many problems. It's true. So many struggles. It doesn't really make true. any sense. They have. They're. they're yeah. Every year we have these conversations, and there's a few games where they'll score 40 points and look like the greatest yeah. team ever. Yeah. But there's like they can't seem to figure out. Then there's three or four or five, scheme. or maybe half the season where they yeah. play like this. They play like this, and they might win that game 17-14. So the record at the end of the yeah. season is okay. But I, I feel like there's something with that coaching staff in which they're not adjusting enough, or they you haven't. Might be ever, right. I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, you have kind of made me a believer on that because it's been year after year now yeah. since they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's just like inexplicable yeah, like, letdown. Like the year they were 15 and 0, and then blown out in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, 50, yeah. What were they? 15 and 1 that year. They're 15 yeah. and 0, and then they lose their last game, and you think, okay, well, yeah, because they didn't play their starters. So then they're 15 and 1, and then they lose. <laughs> first. Have a nice day. Go home. Wow. See you later. Like, Thanks for the all good done. season. Bye bye. 
Especially recently, though, it seems yeah. like it's kicked into, you know, last few has. years has been a, lot, a real struggle for them, and they just have too much talent for it. Um, yeah. So you have that going on. Also, tonight is, the, of course, the everyone, games everyone ta- everyone's talking about. They're like, oh, what, what's going to happen with the Philadelphia Eagles and Chicago Bears? Oh, everybody's. Night? Oh, I mean, my gosh. Uh, everyone's into that. In Bemidji, so. they're talking about that. Oh, yeah. You the, would think the maybe in Bemidji. Bemidji they'd be a Viking fan, nope. but no. Nope. No, they love the Eagles. Eagles-Bears. Uh, so that should be interesting tonight. I'm actually uh, interested to see how Carson Wentz is going to is going to do in this second game, and especially on the road against, against, a, a, against a defense that's As pretty good. As pointed out, uh, they're actually playing an NFL team this weekend. Yes. Uh, so uh, that should be, although Cleveland, uh, of course, they blew the game, but actually almost won uh, this weekend. They were up against, 20 to th- nothing or 20 to 3 against they play? Uh, Baltimore. Oh, wow. Uh, and then they, of course, lost. Um, so that should be interesting. And, of course, mm-hmm. it's also off of the college football thing uh, we were talking about, which was North Dakota State, the team oh, Carson Ness is from. That's really fun Beats a to ranked see. Division One team. which Ranked I, 13th FBS. in the country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, to prove, I mean, come on, Georgia's ranked. Florida State's ranked. They lost 80 to nothing almost. I mean, those ranked teams, I, I'm not sure how they're ranking them these days, but some of those teams are not worthy. But... That North, that North Dakota State, I mean, they're... North Dakota that, State's legitimate. They've got I, a great business plan. I, I think, uh, we'll stay yeah. where we're at, and you can pay us hundreds of thousands of dollars. We'll come in, we'll beat you, and we'll go home. Yeah, I will pay <laughs> yes. the organization $500,000 to come yeah. in and kick their ass. Yeah. People got to stop doing that. I, I mean, <laughs> if I'm Iowa, I'm not scheduling them anymore. No way. I'm not doing it. There's nothing get, to gain. There's beating, nothing to gain. Beating North Dakota State doesn't really do anything. Doesn't for do you. anything for uh, you. And they keep they've right. won six or seven in a row against uh, seven teams. straight. <laughs> and they're beating that. decent. You know, they're beating yeah. Iowa State and Iowa. They're beating Big Ten and Big Twelve schools. Yeah, it's, not, it's yeah. pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. It's pretty. Um, I think they also beat Kansas State one year. I mean, they're really, really good. Yeah. And I guess they're just content dominating the FCS, but uh, I, there's got to be money to ba- be made if yeah, they moved up, right? They've gotta, it's got to be a step up, right? To step I would up. think so. You'd think. They probably yeah. have to expand their stadium or who knows what. But, I mean, their fan base is crazy about them. I mean, they love those guys. Well, it's yeah. North Dakota. I mean... It's North Dakota. There's nothing else to do. There's no other game in town. And so um, I, I, a couple well, of years ago, uh, maybe it was Ed even Schultz. last year. Ed Schultz. Ed Schultz. Isn't he from one of the Dakotas? I think he is. Yes, he is. He's a game yes, in town. Yes, he is. He might be efficient, though. <laughs> they they, they love their North Dakota State and, and their Ed, Ed Schultz. Schultz. On Rush yeah, Day. you're, you're <laughs> right. Who, by the way, is now you're a Trump right. supporter. We never even played that audio, did we? Oh, no, no, we didn't, we didn't but we oh, need to do that. He's not. He's saying he's not a Trump supporter, but he's just defending him like any mindless oh, Trump supporter it, It's is. unbelievable. We should play that. we got to uh, play that. we got to send that over to you. Know who uh, uh, so, and, by the way, in college football, you had the number two team get blown out, right? Florida 63 State. 63-20 yeah. by Louisville. Louisville, and, and that's your boy, right? Your your good friend from uh, yeah, he's back. Uh, uh, yeah, from uh, from uh, Helena, right? Yes, uh, Petrino, 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 Petrino. Uh, yeah, he's a good friend of Pat's. Good mm. friend of Pat's. We're very close. Uh, very close. Well, both yeah, fortunate close. to make it out alive, and uh, we're both successful. fortunate to make it out alive. Yeah, yeah, but you both went to school together, right? Like, yeah, we did. We, we went um, to Capitol High School together, same time. Yeah, and so now he's the big coach of uh, of Louisville, blowing yeah. out the number two yeah, team in the country, here. and you're here. Yeah, I'm here. Is, so real doing career this, paths. So. Um, and, uh, <laughs> so that was number two. And then number one, Alabama, when I got down yeah. by a big deficit and came back and won the game. And I actually found this. I thought it was pretty interesting. This stat, uh, it's actually a graph, uh, but kind of shows uh, how a lot, a lot about how the rankings actually work. Do we have that? Uh, by chance? Here it goes. Uh, this is uh, 
you see here uh, how Alabama can make the college football playoff. They have to lose, only lose a couple of games, and then the rest of the package is just being Alabama. <laughs> Be Alabama. If, if they're Alabama. But they didn't even lose, then, though. I mean, they, they did come back and win. No, but it's it, my You're point exactly right. They could lose five games. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, and they, still make the playoff. You still they're, make Alabama. they're Alabama. Like, it, it happened, this happened last year where yeah. they, were, they, were, they had already lost one game. And then, like, they're like, well, even if they lose the championship, they'll still be in the, in the playoff. So it would have been their second loss. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I, they, I swear, they could lose. They could go, like, eight and eight. Six and six and nine. They'd be like, "How are they in the playoff again? They'd the, still be in. Yeah, they're, they're always in. in. They're always in. You just got to eighty percent of the game for Alabama is being Alabama. And then if they they can't have a horrible, I assume there's some level at some point they would be discounted from being. I, I think at zero and twelve they don't right. make the playoff, but right. they do go to a New Year's Six bowl <laughs> <Of> game. <course. laughs> and, and this is the issue. I, I always I'm always fascinated by this because. Everyone looks at what Alabama did this weekend as a positive, right? Wow, a huge comeback. I mean, that was an amazing comeback, which they, uh, they were down 24-3, to 3, I think, and they oh, came down back by yeah. touchdowns, and right. then were up by 21 points or something or, or 17, and then almost lost. The final was 47-43, I think. Um, yeah, 48-43. Something like that. Something. The issue is, though, teams that should be respected like Alabama is respected shouldn't be down. 24 no, to 3 shouldn't. in the first half. Yeah. That no, shouldn't, shouldn't happen. The fact that they were able to come back and squeak out a victory is wonderful. It's better than losing. Yeah. But the point is, if they're this team. And it's what champions do. Still. That's what they all say. Oh, well, it's a champion. That's what no, champions a championship win. caliber you team. You win from the beginning, and you don't have to deal with coming back from 24. <laughs> but it does bode well a little bit to what we were making fun of Saban uh, after the, the one big win, saying that uh, he wasn't happy with the way they played. I mean, yeah. Maybe he, you know, he's this looking, is kind he's of, looking ahead at the bigger game and saying, you right. play like this, you're going to get your butt kicked. Right. And it looks like that USC game may not have been as impressive as we once I considered know. since they've gotten their ass kicked several times now. Yep. More Pat and Stewart coming up. You know who else has got a job on uh, hurting soon is uh, Tony Romo. Is what? Uh, Tony Romo is going to be looking for work soon. Why? But Dak Prescott. Ah, yeah, but he's... Nah, come on. So here's our payoff, apparently. Uh, Jeffy, uh, the, as usual, the worst performer in any given contest. But this one was about uh, picks in the NFL last year. And Jeffy was supposed to provide 20 uh, lunches. A lunch for a month is the bet. Uh, and uh, you have brought in this box, which seems very promising. Uh, these are our lunches for... Is this filled with ribeye steaks for a month? Ribeye steaks. 20 lunches? <laughs> I'm so tired. Check the expiration date. Oh, that might be expired. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> might be expired. It's a Metafast Dutch oh. chocolate chip. Come on now. Um, There's 20 of those in there. That's your lunch. That's good stuff right there. We have one of these per... It's 100 calories. <laughs> it's a 100-calorie lunch, is uh, what you're saying? You're welcome. And this is j- best by j- July 2017, so you're we good. have plenty of time. You're good. Thank you for did, these. Did these are actually pretty... Lunches? They're not bad tasting, actually. Yeah. Jeffy math here. No, I shan't be thanking you for that. No. No. <laughs> Again, you technically have met the minimum standard, which is more than I can usually say for you and anything else that you do. Mm. Uh, what did you get uh, there, uh, Keith? Oh, goodies. 
Yeah, Stu, 20 he goodies. Got, he got the same thing, only mm. I gave him a little different I'm gonna mixture, be uh, a powder mix for uh, one week. <laughs> we're, a little low, we're a little low on the chocolate drinks. <laughs> you want me to give him the pre-fix, uh, pre-mixed uh, shakes? You he, get, made he, it really? He's, he's got a week of the powdered stuff. <laughs> no, actually, I, I don't, but thank you. <laughs> Uh, you're pathetic. Thank you, Jeffy, and we uh, we appreciate uh, you paying off your. I really don't. Wager. Actually, I don't appreciate it, and I'm, I shan't be thanking you for it. <laughs> if those boxes have been filled with ribeyes, then I'd be thanking you for it. And, and you know what? Had those boxes been filled with ribeyes, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have had them. So they'd be <laughs> at yeah. my house. So you right. you've got all season. In fact, basically a year. To think of how you're going to pay us off next year. So let's get a little bit more creative. First time I've lost. More creative. Oh, that's not I true. should get more creative. You mm-hmm. dropped. I mean, Keith is obviously These are the much worst better than bunch, the, but... the Ramon noodles that you drop off. Ramon? It's close. It's close. <laughs> I have a lot of practice at finishing in last place. Maybe Ramon. that's why. Ramon noodles. Ramon. But thanks, Jeffy. Appreciate it. That comes from a person who sees Rob noodles as this like high to- uh-huh. highfalutin, hoity <laughs> toity. Ramon noodles. Nothing wrong with those bad boys. Like I could afford Ramon noodles. <laughs> All right, thank you, Jeffy. We appreciate it. Um, American University is a, a site of a, a big racist attack, apparently. Um, a bizarre racist banana attack. One student said uh, someone chucked a banana through her dorm room door last week, hitting her in the head. <laughs> bizarre. It's really weird. Um, on the same night. And of course, another... that means something racist. Well, if that prob- did I... indeed happen, it means. Because you could theoretically get hit in the head with a banana. It has nothing you to could. do with your race. Yes. Though I'm assuming they've done some checking into this. I uh, doubt to, it. They to, just don't. They normally just jump to that conclusion. Let me. Let me. Let me we should do this as a as an example <clears throat> right. uh, to make sure people understand. Because um, a lot of people might be saying, "Wait a minute! Of course it's a racist attack." What mm-hmm. we'll do is we will throw a banana at Jeffy's head. How did I see okay. that? Uh, and, and show because he's white. We have a banana. Uh, can we get Can we get a banana in here? Anyone got a banana we can throw at Jeffy? Because uh, that will be like, oh wow, that's not that's not a racist banana attack. Jeffy's white. Oh darn it, right. Right. we don't have any bananas. We just want to make sure that they, the racists don't own mm-hmm. banana attacks. No, they don't. Uh, we they we don't. can we can claim reclaim. I refuse to cede banana attacks to <laughs> racists. <laughs> um, uh, she's. Uh, I guess uh, one of the students says uh, I wouldn't let people drive me out, but it's kind of sad this thing still happens. Um, she found a banana sitting in front of her dorm door. Is that enough to? No. To, defi- to make it definite. Maybe, I mean, maybe somebody thought is, she might it? be hungry and said, hey, here's a banana. Uh, it's I, I had possible. A- it is a weird thing to do. But, I mean, weird <laughs> things do happen. I, I have bananas all the time. When's the last time you house? walked out of your house and saw a banana on the ground, though? It's been a while. It's been a while. About three weeks. I almost want to get They had, um, at the same place I got the, uh, uh, the candy apple I was telling you about yeah. earlier today. Yeah. They had uh, frozen chocolate bananas. Yeah, those are good. Oh, I bet those are I good. I almost pulled the trigger on that. Oh, yeah, you got to. Because banana is more of a dessert than an apple. Yes. Because, um, I mean, apple pie, obviously, you know, you can get into the apple crisp, mm-hmm. apple cobbler. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. But banana by itself is kind of a dessert. And then you put some chocolate on there. I mean, that's pretty solid. Chocolate or peanut butter or, I mean. Oh, that's another thing I had this a, ba- a banana is a really good, it's a good vessel. For something else. Have you been to uh, BJ's, the place that has pizza, the pizza place? Uh, no. It's like a, it's a chain bar. They brew their own right. beer and they have pizzas. Mm-hmm. The yeah, I think it is BJ's Brewhouse. Even. BJ's yeah. Brewhouse, yeah. Um, they have these desserts called pazookis. 
which um, I would say are just Pazookies? a... Pazookies? And they're just a... It's like a tray like this big of a cookie, and then they just put a big chunk of ice cream on there, they got like 10 different kinds of cookies. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Oh, so good. I had them this weekend. They had like the chocolate chunk and the uh, cookies and cream, which is like a chocolate cookie with it, and then they had the pe- uh, peanut butter one, which was freaking delicious with a big gaba ice cream on there. Awesome. Nice. All right, we'll be back in a second. Triple eight seven twenty seven. Back is the uh, phone number. I guess uh, Trump was saying some interesting things this uh, weekend after the attacks. Uh, he's making some predictions here. I, 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 is he a presidential candidate or is he Kreskin now? Uh, you be the judge. Here's what he had to say. Well, it's a mess and it's a shame. And we uh, we're going to be going to be we're going to be seeing a big change uh, over the last couple of days. <laughs> I think this is something that maybe we'll get. You know, will happen mm-hmm. perhaps more and more all over the country. What do you mean? More oh. terror strikes? Yeah, because we've been weak. Our country has been mm-hmm. weak. We're letting people in by the thousands and tens wow. of thousands. I've been saying you got to stop it. you got to. I mean, just last week, uh, Obama said more than 100,000 people are going to come in from Syria. He's letting more people in. 100,000. Uh, Hillary Clinton wants to uh, increase what he's letting. He's letting thousands and thousands of people. They don't know. They can't be properly vetted. There's no way. I spoke to law enforcement, the best people in law enforcement. They say there is no way of vetting these people. So he let in over 100,000 additional people. And now Hillary Clinton is raising it by 550 percent. And this has been going on for a long time. Thousands of people are pouring into our country. We have no idea what we're doing. Our leaders are, I don't even say weak. I say stupid. Uh, he, you know, I mean, you you don't want to predict more terrorist attacks if you're a presidential candidate. Yeah, um, I mean, but the rest of that stuff is is true. I mean, you know, Obama's making terrible decisions, and so would Hillary. Although this so, is the same interview where he talked about uh, his freedom of the press too. Is it? Yeah. As he goes on a little bit later to talk about, uh, look, he was in total favor of freedom of the press, but. Those magazines that uh, show how people how to make bombs, they got to go. He's talking about Inspire, I guess, right? I mean, you're talking about the the magazine published by ISIS. That's not at sale at every newsstand. Like, like, I don't know what he's talking about you're here. You're not a subscriber? No, I am not. No. Um, I am not. There is well. a there is a magazine uh, distributed by ISIS and Al-Qaeda <clears throat> called you know Islamic Extreme. I don't remember exactly who the source is, but it's, it's called Inspire, which is always, I thought, a really funny name for a terrorist magazine. Um, mm-hmm. But it's to inspire terrorist attacks, and they, they're the ones that put an article in there, hey, you know what you should do is run over a bunch of people at a fair. Um, you know, um, oh, wow. they, they, they're ones that are sourced for a lot of this stuff, and they do the mm-hmm. bomb-making things. Then uh, There's stuff called, the, like the Anarchist Cookbook, famously, has been around for a million years, um, and used to be kind of a big constitutional issue because people would say, well, can yes, freedom of the press, but can you print ways to kill people? Is that an allowable use of freedom of the press? Um, but in a lot of ways, that 
argument has been negated and made irrelevant by the Internet. Right. The information, it's not about printing it in magazines. What yeah. year is this? Like, the, the information is all out there. You can find it on the Internet. There's nothing you can do about it. Like, we're in a situation where that issue has been solved by the Internet. There's mm-hmm. basically no way to stop that information from spreading. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we always think about this, like, well, a lot of the uh, Islamic uh, <clears throat> ISIS websites are reporting that they were taking responsibility. How, like, how on earth are there even <clears throat> ISIS websites at this point? Like, well, how do we how do they have them and how do we not shut them down? Well, because it's not easy to do. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, even if we were to shut it down, there would be you could open up 500 websites in a day for nothing. You can go. I mean, there are multiple. And obviously, there, you know, we're talking about ISIS type stuff where they're going to be doing it in different ways. But think about how easy it would be right now for you to go and start a Web page, a Facebook page, a Twitter page. All these things can share information. Um, and you can shut them down. You can play whack-a-mole to, to limit the spreading of it. But there's no way. To, this, is the, this is not where we are anymore. We're not back in the 80s mm-hmm. where you're like, well, we're going to ban that book and then no one will be able to see it. That can't happen now. It really is basically impossible. Unless you shut down the Internet, too. Yeah, but, yeah and, and, you know, again, you, yeah, so good luck doing that. Ask uh, what's his face Mubarak how that works out for you. Yeah, uh, you know everyone's. It seems like a good idea at the time when you're a dictator. It doesn't work out well, and that's that's the positive argument for our future. In that it seems like governments like that. I mean, that used to be something a government would be able to do and get away with. Now you maybe can argue that Mubarak wasn't powerful enough, or um, uh, wasn't competent enough, or didn't have a, a control enough of, of his own government. Or I mean, there's certainly reasons and nuance to argue there. But it's difficult for any organization, even China, you know, who, who has tried to shut down and, and limit information. Even people in China are getting information now. It's hard to stop people from getting this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's, a, generally speaking, a real positive. When you talk about Bomb making, I mean, it is easier for someone to build a bomb now than it was 50 years ago. I mean, because you have to, you'd have to know what the hell you were doing back then. Now you go on the Internet and you can come up with a plan very easily. And it's seem, seemingly what this guy did. Um, and luckily, he was not able to nail it perfectly or did not follow all of the guidelines. Um, you know, to, uh, I mean, obviously putting it in a steel dumpster was pretty stupid. Thank God. Thank God. He, you know, I mean... But, you know, the answer is not going to be limiting pressure cooker sales. I promise you that. Uh, but fortunately, Trump was able to shut down uh, some inaccurate information that's been circulating for a while. And uh, he finally put his foot down on this. Uh, this is great. Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. and her campaign of mm-hmm. 2008 right. started the birther controversy i finished it yeah i finished it you, you know finished what I mean. it you know what i mean president barack obama mm-hmm. was born in the united states period now <laughs> we all want to get back to making america so strong and great again thank you thank you very much thank you thank you you don't even know what to say to that you know i Honest to goodness, you don't know what to say to that. Are, are, are we it's, deaf, dumb, and blind? Do he, you think? No one believes that more than Donald Trump. I just, and you know what? He's been proven right here, by the way. I don't know if anyone wants to point that out, but he's been proven right that we are, uh, as a society, obviously are stupid yeah. enough to believe yes. this. This is a man who led this he gets movement away with for multiple it. years. And his, his 
his followers, his zombie people. Uh, yep. Well, he had to say that. He just had to do that. What? No, I thought he was the guy who says what he means and means what he says he and takes a stand down. and never backs down and isn't a politician. And then he does all of those things. All of those things. Why? Because he is a politician. He's trying to win. Well, I mean, I would have left it alone, frankly, because I would have said, look, I, I'll have no credibility after this. How does this guy not say, I have absolutely no credibility if I do that? This is his brilliance, I guess, if you want to call it that, which is, you know, most people have this sort of internal thing where they feel like I'm going to pay too big a price if I back Mm -hmm. off of this position I had before. And Donald Trump doesn't believe that. He doesn't care about that price. And you know what? No one makes him pay it. And with his his, zombie supporters, his his zombies don't make him. He's right about that. They don't care. It's only us, Um, I guess. We're the last people alive living on this freaking planet. (laughs) Us and those who who listen. And watch. We're the only ones left who say, what the hell? You led that birther movement for five years. Now you're saying you ended it? And he's saying he ended it, I guess. I mean, what what all all indications are, he's saying he ended it in 2011. So he's saying the birther uh, thing went on for a while. I jumped in, got him to release his birth certificate, which ended the controversy. Of course, he talked about the birth certificate being fake for multiple years after right. it was released. At right. least, at, at latest, I saw was 2014. He started running Jeez. in 2015. So basically, all the way up to his campaign, um, save a few months, uh, he was saying that this was a legitimate issue, that the birth certificate wasn't real, that uh, <laughs> that Barack Obama wasn't really born. There's lots of questions. He sent investigators. He himself promised a $5 million donation to charity mm-hmm. if anyone could prove to him that Barack Obama was born in the United States. Oh, what, what, what charity what, got that $5 million? I, it's an interesting question. Huh. I, I assume somebody did, and I assume they'll... they'll, they'll huh. But again, this is the exact... Again, we'll call it brilliance because we're being nice today. The brilliance of Donald Trump is that he doesn't care that he lied about that $5 million. Right. What makes him pay a price for that? Well, his zombie supporters or, or don't Or that care. he lied about any of it. That he, he lied about lied any lied of about it. Sending doesn't feel bad report. about lying about it? I don't think he ever sent investigators to Hawaii. I mean, we never heard what they came back with. Yeah, he said an incre- incredibly uh, legitimate source did this. He went on television over and over and over and over again saying this. And now he comes out. Five years after doing this, and says in one sentence essentially, "Ah, yeah, no, that's true. He was—he's—he's he's really born here. Period. Like, I mean, like he's making some big, powerful statement. Like he's the one shutting down everyone else who's claiming it. Right. It's so—it's right. so insane, and it's everything this country deserves right now. It, it, it everything. Would, it would be like if he came out now today and said, "Look." We're not building a wall, and Mexico's not paying for it. That was something started by Ted Cruz, and I'm stopping it. Yeah. Uh, and people would just say, yep, why, well, yep, right, yeah. Why you needed to say that. anything else would happen is shocking to me. It, it Anyone would. who believes anything else, I don't understand. This man will say anything, anything at any given moment that will benefit him at that moment, with no regard of what it does the next day. So... I mean, think about, like, the, the Supreme Court is a great example of this. He comes out and he gives this list of Supreme Court justices. Put yourself in Donald Trump's mindset for just a second. He's president of the United States. He's trying to be popular and, and win people over. He's under pressure to have an easier pick that's not a conservative. You think he's going to fight for the conservative? No. There's no chance of this. 
No chance. No. Um, he has zero credibility, know, which is why I, I don't understand why people keep saying, well, the Supreme Court nomination, you're going to leave right. that up to Hillary. Well, I heard, yeah, I heard no word. indication it's going to be any better than hers. No. No, uh, no it could be worse. I mean, I, yeah. you know, if, if he picks some crazy nationalist out there, it'd actually probably be worse. Yeah. Um, and think about this for a second. Um, I was listening to a, a, some radio promo that aired today. I was like, oh, uh, you know why Donald Trump's going to be president? Because he gives you the unvarnished truth, the, the blood <laughs> truth. I'm like, it's the literally the truth. last thing this man does. <laughs> Think about it for, just from the perspective of Donald Trump. If oh, you believe man. he will say anything, because people would say, well, he's politically incorrect and he'll say the truth because of the birther thing. Because he was the only one who had the bravery to come through and say, you know what, the guy wasn't born in Hawaii. He will give you the mm-hmm. truth. Now, of course, I don't believe that's the truth. It's not the truth. But mm-hmm. for people who believe in Donald Trump, you'd think, okay, this man took a stand, that no, an unpopular stand no one else would take. Mm-hmm. And he said, Donald Trump was, or, uh, Barack Obama was not born in Hawaii. He was born in Kenya. Takes his big stand, makes a big deal about it. Goes on media after media with no fear. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to a time where it will benefit him to say the exact opposite and let millions of people who supported him down by saying it, he just does it because he it thinks it'll benefit him by all it has to be is one one thousandth of one percent. If he thinks it'll help him gain a dollar or a thousandth of a percent of a vote, he will do it and he'll sell you out. And well, as soon as he gets into office, he'll this, do the exact same thing to this, conservatives. This absolutely proves it. This absolutely proves everything we've said the whole time. This is a stronger stance that he's held for much longer than the wall. Yeah. The birther thing was far more central to his political popularity than the wall. It's the only thing he knew uh, or he he was known for. That, he, he was known for the birther thing and the stupid show. And that's it for, what, five years? Right. And here he is telling you that even the thing most central Mm. to his notoriety, he will flip on the second he thinks it benefits him. And and, and people are like, oh, well, he put his foot in his mouth bringing up the birther thing. First of all, he didn't bring it up. His spokespeople brought it up. Doesn't that indicate to you it wasn't a foot in the mouth? His spokesperson released a statement saying he believed Barack Obama was born in Hawaii. They let him make one statement in public. Because they knew everyone would say, well, he didn't say it yet. So he had to make one statement in public after his his, his campaign came out with it. And then the hope is, and I think all indications are, the hope is that it will become old, boring news by the time the debate happens. So if, if he's asked about it in the debate and badgered about it, he can just blow it. Look, I've already addressed this. You know, people, I think, want something uh, important to them to be talked about. It wasn't important to him, to them. You made it your only issue for f- four years. Uh, uh, talking about it, mm-hmm. it was you were saying a constitutional foundational issue for the <laughs> republic f- t- not too long ago. And anyone who could believe this guy means anything, the birther thing is a really good example of this. This is what he told you was the most important thing to him for multiple years. And now here he is selling you out the second it will benefit him. I think the birther mm-hmm. thing has been alive since the beginning. It's honestly the, the thing that probably most centrally turned me from, because uh, it started off, I was a fanboy as a kid of Donald Trump, turned me into, you know, around the early 2000s, I started thinking, God, this guy's not conservative at all when I really started understanding politics. But it wasn't until mm-hmm. the birther thing that turned me from uh, how I feel about, you know, I don't know, James Woods, right? Like a guy who's a celebrity and kind of conservative, mm-hmm. so I kind of like him because... He's at least a celebrity who will say an occasional conservative thing, but he's not necessarily somebody I agree with on everything, right? Mm-hmm. That's the category Trump was in with me. Um, 
and what turned me into thinking he was really not only a horrible conservative and would never be a good president, but also a really bad guy was the birther thing. This couldn't have been something he actually believed, and now he's proven it. He, doesn't, he didn't believe it at all. I don't know if yep. he believed it now or then, whatever. The bottom line is he was lying for multiple years either way. And now he's going to try to win the presidency, backing off of what was the thing most central to his public notoriety for the past five years. And everyone's like, ah, they're not even talking about it today. And all of this has worked because what he believes centrally about the American people is true. What you said at the beginning of the segment, they're all idiots. It's not everybody. It's overarching to say everybody. There are plenty of people calling this guy out. But the same thing that both... Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump believe about the American people is being proved all too true. Mm -hmm. They don't give a crap about what these people say. They are calling on these awful politicians. They are begging for it in general. And that doesn't mean people who are sitting here obsessing about issues for multiple hours every week, listening to talk radio, watching this show, watching uh, Mark Levin. You're on Levin TV. You're probably not in this bandwagon. But the bottom line is the vast majority of people don't care if they lie to you they never hold them accountable which is why you get crap heaps like you have that's why there these people are never held accountable because nobody has any principles and nobody cares the fact that this guy could lie to you for five years and get no repercussions for completely reversing himself is so incoherent. You can't have a civilization. You can't have a society if you let people get away with stuff like this. And this goes for Hillary Clinton, too, who also has done many of the same things. See her views on gay marriage, if you want an example of it. A fundamental bedrock principle is reversed the second it crosses 50% in the polls. (laughs) Yes. I mean, they're both guilty of it, but we deserve every Uh, little bit of it. But we know that you care, right? Mm. You care. That much we know. And... But do you care enough to switch companies? Ah. Yes. Do you care enough question. to switch your phone companies? If your carrier, and they are, is using your money to fund Hillary Clinton's campaign, or restrict your Second Amendment rights, or fund Planned Parenthood, do you care enough? I don't know. Because uh, you can continue to do that through your carrier now, or you can, you can get somewhere that doesn't do that. In fact, that does the opposite. What if you had a company that was actually going to give to conservative causes? Give your money to support the values yeah. uh, that you already I wish support. there was a company like that. There is, you know, like, shockingly enough. What's it called? Patriot Mobile. Oh, okay. Yeah, Patriot Mobile offers all the things, and this is important to me, because you, you watch this show enough, you know I'm not a boycott guy. I'm not a guy who's going to come out and say, I'm never going to eat a McDonald's, uh, you know, a, a, a drink a McDonald's shake in my life because they did something I don't like in politics. I'm not, re- I'm really lazy like that. Yeah. Um, so Patriot Mobile makes this easy because they give you all the things that you want from your, your provider anyway. Nationwide talk and tax with high speed 4G LTE data. I want that too. Uh, all the, you know, the competitive prices that I want you want. That. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but and Sherry, also, where, where do I have to drive to get it? I mean, I probably have to drive like. No, you don't have to drive anywhere. You don't have to drive anywhere. And in fact, you don't have to drive anywhere to get 5% of your monthly bill given to the conservative ch- organization of your choice. You just tell them what, cho- what your choice is. It's, it's so great. You get the same quality service and the latest, greatest phones, including the iPhone 7, Samsung, all the stuff that you want. 
and a mobile company that supports conservative values that you believe in, this is really the place to go. Yeah, go they're actually telling us about uh, an organization. I can't remember which one it was, but they were saying, hey, uh, someone called up and said, you know what? I would love to give my money to this conservative organization. They went through the, the paperwork and all the hassle to add them to the list of approved organizations because awesome. they want you to be able to give your money. They're conservative, so they want to be able to give the money to the in where the individual wants the money to go. Yeah, Freedom Works or whoever that is. Yeah. Go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze. PatriotMobile.com slash blaze or call them at 877 367 7524. Yeah, see, Jeff, you don't have to drive anywhere. No, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, just really call them. Here are some stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. <laughs> All right, well, first we're going to start out. Mm. With a story out of Ohio that happened about a week ago, uh, where a couple was pulled over. By Is that where four dead are? Well, yes. Okay. And fortunately for the police officers, uh, they saved this couple, so there's not six. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. But there are thousands, you know, hundreds, mm-hmm. dying of heroin overdoses, and that's what this picture comes from. Oh, there's a picture? So the police oh, sees yeah, a car. Oh, yeah, I saw this. I, I saw it from a different angle, though. Uh, the, but these these two passed out from drugs, right? Yes. The poli- well, the police pull the man over because he is driving erratically. Mm-hmm. Okay. When he stops, she looks. Like, they're both she's look like already. They're, how do we know when they're not just both asleep? She's already passed out. Uh, okay. When the cops pulled him yes, over, yes. Which is actually she's overdosing. <laughs> and they, so the they, cops pulled him over, and then he passed out. Correct. He was slurring his oh. words and passed oh, out. Oh man. Overdosed while the cop had him pulled over. So really, I mean, the police officer by pulling him over saved their lives. Wow. Yeah, probably. Probably, probably, yeah. And And not to mention the kid's life. The paramedic was called. They gave him, you know, the, they gave him the uh, save your life drug and uh, brought him back to life with overdosing. What's and the save your life drug? They put their, oh, what's it called? I don't, I don't, I don't take the save your life drug. <laughs> I don't believe it. Really? There's a okay. So when you're overdosing on heroin. There's something they can give you that yeah, will... I forget what the heck it's called. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, I didn't know about that. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up here. Notice right. I did deny taking the actual heroin. Right. You just did deny the save right. your life never had the save your life drug. <laughs> uh, that's Jeffy. That. That's the beauty that. of Jeffy. But the but. Right, people are wound up because they're just these people uh, you know, are just uh, everyday citizens. So? Uh, being pulled over, and we're taking their pictures, and this police department put it up on their Facebook page, telling everyone this is the, uh, you know, this is what's happening in our area, this is what's going on, these parents are bad parents, uh, this well, is what the bad heroin uh, is doing. Is that not they are, yeah. yeah, they're pretty, they're I mean, pretty bad parents. pretty bad. Yeah. If they're ODing on heroin with their son in their care, yeah, that's, those are bad parents. I mean, you can kind of make that judgment. Jeffy? Look. <laughs> Yeah, make one bad choice shouldn't affect your entire life. Shouldn't it? Okay. I mean, I one bad should. choice. Hey, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good point. What if, are they going to separate this family? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are they going oh, to God. separate what? a family? You can't separate a family. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I guess they're American citizens, so nobody cares if that family yep, is separated. Yeah. And it's, uh, by the way, uh, as a side note, it's uh, Narcan. 
Narcon. Narcon is the drug that they, oh, I've that never they heard give of it. you to uh, save your life in the Odys. Because that's what they were giving Prince. That's what they tried to give Prince the one time that he landed early. Really? Uh, it saved his life. And that's what they hmm. you know, gave these people to save their lives. And that's hmm. if they catch it in time. I mean, with the new, uh, remember the 10,000 times more potent fentanyl cut yeah. with heroin? Yeah. Uh, people are dropping like flies in uh, Ohio. Uh, and let me give you a, uh, ask for your expert opinion on a particular matter. Because uh, <laughs> Jeff, or Pat asked, uh, are these two people, you know, they could be asleep. The guy could be asleep. You don't sleep in the position the woman's in. That is a pass-out position. Oh, so it now you're an it. expert on how people sleep in the car. I asked you you're an expert on your expert. I asked you for your expert. My call would be, because that's a, she was sleeping and it's just collapsed to the left. Like, that is not, her head is not that is, resting that is on not, anything. That's not even she was sleeping and she collapsed. That is, she uh, all of a sudden started going, I don't. That is a slump but wait, over. doesn't she have an. A&W root beer mm. in the little holder there? Well, I mean, you get thirsty when you're high. <laughs> I mean, A&W's like, can you blur out our freaking can, please? <laughs> you blur out the kid's face. Can you blur out a can, too? We're the soda of choice for drug overdose victims. <laughs> I mean, that's, that is sad. I mean, a that's five-year-old a kid. That is yeah, absolutely it's sad. Really, yeah, it's not a laughing matter with him yeah. in the car. Very, very sad. And it shows what a, what a huge epidemic is becoming. Mm. I... I don't know that the police department should be posting uh, pictures of... Or so uh, you actually might have a problem with this? I just, I'm not sure that really? I agree with them. I, you know, I know it's a bad thing. I got it. But I'm not sure that I... You always seem to side with the drug addicts. Uh, mm. Jeffy, I've, I've noticed a pattern here that... I like side saying, with freedom, Pat, is what is I side right? with. Freedom. Okay. That's kind of like saying Drew Brees usually sides with the Saints. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... It's not like he's siding with some random group true. he's not associated very with. Very true. Yes, indeed. All right, a couple of quick stories before I go to a very a great story, a right. happy story. Oh, good. A couple of quick stories before the happy story. Uh, we talked about a little bit about Donald Trump. I know... I'm not mm-hmm. sure what to make of Mark Cuban. Because uh, now he was, you know, he said he'd offer ten million dollars to the charity of your choice, Donald Trump, if you let me interview you for four hours on your policies and their substance. I mean, look, I, I don't know he would not be the person I picked no. to uh, to do that interview, but I mean, I would love for that to happen. Any, anything to get him on record on you know more is, yeah. is helpful. Because as he said. Uh, his policies are all, what did yeah. he call it, gobbledygook yes. or something like that? It, and, and he's right about that. There, there, There's no substance there. There's no there there. And every Jewish. time he's pressed on it, he's like, well, I'm not going to give that away to you. I'm not yeah. telling you. That's some top secret stuff that I'm preparing uh, to, you're, you're, prepare, you're surprising us with your economic policy? <laughs> yeah. no, that, really? That's what was the ISIS one, which was yes. he came out and he said, uh, look, I've got a, s- a secret plan. And I don't want to tell everyone because, you know, then ISIS will know what it is. Yeah, right. And, yeah. Then, and so then they, now that he's become a serious candidate, they're like, well, so you know, what, do you, what about ISIS? And he's like, oh, well, I'm going to go talk to the generals to come up with a plan. Wait, didn't you have a secret plan this yeah, whole time? Yeah, your secret plan. Your secret plan was to talk to the generals and have them come up with a plan? <laughs> it's not much of a plan, my friend. Oh, oh. I mean, it's a, it's a much better oh, plan man. than anything Him. you could come up with. Yeah, I, I, I hope that's true that he goes and talks to the generals. But again, mm-hmm. he said he knew more about ISIS than the generals did. So right. why would you need to go to the generals? That's One quick crazy. story before I get to the happy story. All right. Uh, if this guy didn't piss you off enough during the primaries. Mm-hmm. Here's a little story that's a little piss you off even more. John Kasich mm-hmm. said that he it's very very likely I will not vote for the Republican presidential nominee Donald right. Trump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a douche. He was the only one that stood in the way. 
that stood away. He stayed in the race mm-hmm. to keep Donald Trump and block for Ted Cruz. And he's we, true. I really don't true. understand it. And maybe I, he just didn't either. like either of them. Yeah. Maybe he maybe. was just anti both of them. I don't know. I, I, I don't, don't understand it. I don't I, know what he's trying to pull now. I really. I'm, it was you know again said that he was he was going to he was offered the VP slot. He his side has confirmed that now. Of course, Trump obviously is saying that didn't happen, but you know he has a reason. Um, you know, and, and Kasich is saying that he was told he'd be get all this control if he took the VP slot and everything, mm-hmm. which, again, is your best argument for uh, Donald Trump. That is president. the best argument. Maybe Mike Pence will be running everything, you know, maybe. And Pence would probably be a decent president. And I, I, I certainly have lost respect for him as he comes on the air and, and, and tries to mm-hmm. act as if, uh, you know, I mean, all this stuff it, is oh, OK. God. All of it's normal. Yeah. All of it's good. Yeah. But no, generally we know it speaking, Mike, I think but- if he was if he was just inserted as the president of the United States, just put right into office, he'd probably do a good job on his own. I mean, Pence is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what what he's doing here is has illustrated to me a side I didn't uh, of him that I didn't really know, which was he'll basically say anything to get elected, which I don't like people like that, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. But I mean, most politicians are that way. Uh, so I don't know that it, it completely disqualifies him. Um, but again, this is what we expect from them. That's what yeah. I was yeah. ranting about a few minutes ago. All right. Good story. Happy story. Yep. Uh, right out of uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex here in Grand Prairie, uh, Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. While cleaning his house, uh, Darwin Day, 70-year-old man, found a vintage set of Topps baseball cards from 1957 to 1958. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was cleaning out. He was so happy. And he decided that, hey, uh, there's a prize. There was a, a game on the back of the, in the box where you could send in for a prize. So he filled it out, filled out the trivia questions, sent in the card, sent in the wrappers, and there was no expiration date on it. So when Tops got the mail, they had to give him the prize. So they mailed him. He got a, uh, he got a uh, new glove. <laughs> he got a new glove, some gum, some T-shirts, the baseball cards, originally part of the bazooka bubblegum purchase. And they had promised the buyer a chance to win an assortment of prizes if they answered the trivia question correctly, along with the card and five gum wrappers. So uh, he did all that. And he said, I was struck. This is one of my favorite parts of his interview was I was struck by the fact that it didn't have a year listed on the card. It was a simpler time. You didn't need a team of lawyers to do everything back then. Yeah. So yeah, he sent cool. in the card, sent it in, and uh, Bazooka and uh, and Topps Baseball said he, he wins. I was hoping that you yeah. were going to tell us that the, the, some of the cards were worth millions of dollars. Well, they very well could be. Right. I, you know, he was more concerned about happen. winning the prize. Yeah. I mean, yeah. some of the cards very well could be worth more money. And what is this? The, the Honus Warner card? Wagner, yeah. Wagner, yeah. Honus Wagner is worth $3 million. But that wasn't in 1957. No, it was not. It no, was but like you could have. I mean, you could have some pretty valuable cards. Yes, you could. You got, yeah, you could. And, and I wonder if it would be worth more if you didn't take one of the cards out of the set and send That's it into the what company. What I was for worried a about. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what you're telling me now. This is a really oh. bad story about how he blew probably hundreds of thousands. Darwin Day, you know, I was trying to stick up for you, Darwin, but you're an idiot. Okay. <laughs> no, I like the story. I like the story. Right. I know that that's you're upset fine. over your brother dying and you cleaned out his house and then you decided to clean out your house and that's where you yeah. found the cards. Stupid. Well, what do we do on this show? We ruin Stupid. people's good moments. <laughs> every time. Uh, every time. <laughs> Virtually every time. More of it coming up. Darwin, uh, It's inevitable. So. Stupid. Idiots. More idiots. To tell you Grand about. Prairie up there. Like that. I got to tell you about the Mexican wall coming, too. That's Uh-oh. a fun story.
Sunday, Sunday! Grave Digger takes on maximum destruction! Sponsored by Dairy Queen. <laughs> it wouldn't be sponsored by Dairy Queen, wouldn't it? Um, Actually, Thursday is a big day. Big day in this program. Big day. Mm-hmm. Um, sponsored by Dairy Queen. Go ahead. I don't want to say it. I don't. I mean, mean, it's it's hard to even say it. Really, like what it. is it? It's got to be something fantastic. Something. No. I don't know. Something superb. It may be something. the most uh, difficult thing ever attempted on radio or television. It's true. Uh, it will be a day. Uh, it's. They're calling it the first annual Be Nice to Jeffy Day, in which uh, we, A, never said anything about being nice to Jeffy. <laughs> no. Uh, we would never said we that. Said we just said we, we would not insult him. Ins- insults, um, yeah. And we would, A, we said that. B, we said we would try. We never said we would be successful. Right. And C, we never said anything about it being annual. Uh, <laughs> it was hard enough to do once. We couldn't even pull it off last week. No, so we, we, we pushed even... it off to this week. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try again this Thursday to have Jeffy Insult Free Day. Can we do it? Can we get a uh, a countdown at the bottom of the screen uh, to the start of this show That'd on Thursday? Great. Yeah. Um, maybe for the rest of the week that will indicate how long uh, it is until we go Jeffy Insult Free. I don't. I mean, I don't mm. like the proposal. No. I'll be it's honest a terrible, about it. I've said it before. Terrible. I, think, I don't know. I think who it's proposed a bad it. idea. It's a terrible idea. It's I mean, the worst I, idea ever. I just ever think the truth should be out. It should be easy, right? It's just no. It's not it's easy. Just talking. Yeah, no, no. That's so. It's yeah, it's nah. the hardest thing <laughs> ever gonna, attempted. It's going to be really say. hard. Um, <laughs> people are, by the way, harassing me um, uh, online, and I, I I don't like <laughs> online harassment unless I'm the one doing it. Um, mm-hmm. And of uh, they're harassing me about whether I'm going to abandon the Philadelphia Eagles after tonight's game. Um, because of the uh, reported uh, protest of the national uh, anthem that will be happening uh, on the field. Uh, by Plus some... the coach. The coach said he was willing to participate. Did he really? Yeah. I, know, I didn't, I didn't yeah. see that. Uh, I saw. I didn't read the story, but I saw the headline. Eagles coach says he's willing to participate in the kneeling. They program. all should take a knee now. What? Well, that's, all of them. Uh, Every funny. damn one of them. Take, take a knee and bow during it. Well, it's funny because the um, uh, South Park, uh, they had an episode, their season debut last week, and it was kind of, a lot of it was reported that they kind of took on the election, and it, they made the contest between uh, a turd sandwich and a giant douche. Like, who will you vote for, yeah. the turd sandwich or the giant douche? And they went through this whole thing, which is kind of funny considering wow. the douche hall of fame uh, currently has a grand nozzle of, of Donald Trump, and he was the giant douche in the uh, situation. That was kind of funny. And but she also, was the turd sandwich? And she was the turd sandwich. It's pretty um, good. Yeah, it was pretty. It was so pretty, South Park doesn't like the choices either. No, no, definitely not. Um, so wow. they did a. Uh, but part of the episode was they took on the Kaepernick thing, mm-hmm. and the, their answer to how we can solve this issue was right before they they're like they came up with this big idea to redo the national anthem so that there would be no more protests. <laughs> and so right before, instead of saying, "Would everyone please rise for the national anthem," they said, "Would everyone please rise or take a knee for the national anthem." <laughs> <laughs> I say don't even rise. Just all take it. It's kind of a funny idea if you just say it's, it's part of it. Um, so that could happen tonight. Um, okay. It's interesting. I noticed this because I, I read the story or you know saw a couple of headlines. I didn't you know and go too depth. And, and by it, the way, your support for the Philadelphia Eagles is unconditional. It will never die. Right. In fact, I, I mean, they I've could already, join the Soviets. Yes. They could join the Soviet Union, and I you mean, would still support. They're them. named after uh, a giant government program. The, the, the National Recovery Act. Uh, we, went, we did a story just the other day when we were going through the, the uh, origins of team names. Yeah. It's essentially uh, was the... What, eagle the, Act or the, something? Yeah, it was, it was, the eagle was the symbol of the Jeez. NRA, not the NRA, the Rifle Association, but the Recovery mm-hmm. Act. Um, 
It's named after a giant government program that I hate. The, their stadium has windmills on top of it. To, 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 they say go green because the color of the team is mm-hmm. green, and then they promote recycling the, every game that you go to. <laughs> They're already a disaster. Um, they could just come out and be like, you know what? We're pro-ISIS, and I'd still be rooting for them. So I'll never go. It will never go away. If they come out as the pro-ISIS National Football League team, I will still wait for them. To and win it's the interesting because there's no, there's seemingly no reason for it. No, there's no reason at all. <laughs> there's no reason for your blind, <laughs> unconditional loyalty. No, no. But if I made it through the last, uh, you know, forty years of my life with no uh-huh. Super Bowls, I could make it through an ISIS endorsement. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, yeah, I could get it. Uh, we'll see what happens. Malcolm Jenkins is is one of the guys. One man's terrorist is another's freedom fighter. Right. Yes, that's right. that's true. So uh, I'll start making them. When I start making those arguments on the air, you'll know that uh, the Eagles have come out pro-ISIS. Uh, but Malcolm Jenkins, who's their you know, talented safety, uh, is uh, supposedly he's one. Of, he posts stuff like he's the guy that posted the Shannon Sharp, uh, Sterling Shannon Sharp uh, rant about uh, you know oh, the list goes on. Remember we were ranting right. about this the other yeah. day. Uh, he's the one that posted that. That's where I saw it. Was on his Instagram feed, which I then unsubscribed to. Uh, guys, I don't have any loyalty to the actual players. It's just the team, and it makes no sense. The point, though, is uh, yesterday I'm also a, on the Instagram page of uh, one of the Philadelphia Eagles, the team. Mm-hmm. I think it's Instagram or Twitter or something, one of those social networks. They tweeted out a picture from this weekend of a bunch of the Eagles who went to visit a police officer uh, in the hospital who was shot in some terrible crime this weekend. Um, so... Mm. It seems like they're like trying to get out in front of it. Yeah. And obviously some of the Eagles yeah. are, if they're a couple days before a protest, going out and visiting officers in a hospital who got shot, right. there's obviously some Eagles that are not okay with this. Right. Um, so it'll be, it will be an interesting part of the drama to watch what happens tonight. I'm yeah. fascinated to see what the NFL ends up doing. With all of this, I mean, they've been—they've been pretty. I think they've handled it well. Actually. I, I got to tell, but you know, they've there were reports like, last whatever, week. I, can do whatever they want I to know do. that's mm. what they're saying, but last week, I mean, the ratings were down. I know that everybody's watching the NFL. You know, and they're saying that it won't affect them. And I just got to tell you, the ratings were down for the Monday night game against San Francisco overall. It's a yeah, well, people are pissed, games, right? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, there's some. I mean, some people are. I don't think it's a rating. I don't think it's affecting the ratings at all. I don't think it's affecting the ratings at all. I bet we'll find out that over yeah. time this just all plays itself out. I mean, every every time there's an issue going on, it's like they do with the stock market. It's like, well, uh, you know, uh, the, the person who rang the bell at the NASDAQ wore red. Well, that's uh, the markets are going down. That means they don't like red. It's like, no, not, that doesn't always lead. <laughs> it's like just because of this, which, I mean, if anything, you'd think would draw eyeballs to the beginning of a game to see what the hell happens. Um, I, I don't think it's going to make a big dent in their ratings. I mean, I, you know, I think there's bigger things going on. I mean, for example, I can't remember which game it was. You might know, Jeffy. Maybe it was the Thursday night game that actually aired on Twitter. Oh, yeah. They yeah. actually well, started their own, airing their... NFL games yeah. on Twitter now. We talked about that. Uh, At, did yeah. we talk about that here? You watch it. Go to Twitter. Watch it. Did we talk about? Oh, maybe, really? I, I, maybe I talked about that on the Jeff Fisher radio program on Saturdays. Uh, but they have their own uh, sports network now. Where they're covering the uh, games, they're going to do uh, NBA, hmm. hockey. I don't know. I think maybe the deal with hockey isn't done, but there's three or three big time sports that they're going to start covering now live on Twitter, and they're going to have their own 
talk network to recap and post game. Let me know when uh, they've got the cross because that's what I'm waiting for. Mm-hmm. But I'm I mean, that's amazing, lacrosse. right? I mean, seriously, yeah. I'm liberal. And they paid a lot. I mean, you just go money. to Twitter and you can watch any yeah. NFL yeah. game. Just that. It's what they made a deal. One of their, I think it's, I think it's a Thursday night game. Yeah. So you have CBS, really? NFL Network carry it. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then amazing. on Twitter, they that's actually amazing. have a distribution arrangement with the NFL to carry the games, wow. like like their. You know, DirecTV or yeah. NBC. Wow. I mean, it's pretty incredible. I don't yeah, know. Did we ever see, we ever see the numbers, it Jeff? Is. You probably talked about it on your radio show, which, by the way, is not carried by Twitter. Uh, what, uh, what, about, what it, the wait, numbers were? I, I, I think you can. I think you can stream it on Twitter. Uh, that, I'm working out that deal right now. It should be, that deal should be done by this coming Saturday. There's some legal wranglings uh, around the Jeffrey show. Do you know Jeffrey? I do not know. I'll find out. I'd be curious because I actually did try to click on it just to kind of try it out. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I access Twitter through a third-party app. Oh, they won't let you do it? So they won't let me do it, which is... Wow. I wonder if one of the reasons they did this was to encourage people to stop using third-party apps. uh, Because, you know, I've literally never on Twitter ever. I, I tweet all the time. But I tweet through a third-party right. app, so I'm never actually on the site or on their service at all. Thursday um, night football ratings sag, but Twitter feed surpasses expectations, mm. was the headline. Mm. All right, more patents, too, coming up. But not accessible on Twitter. No. is uh, hypocrisy. (laughs) And Mexico's hypocrisy thrills me Mm. as much as anybody else's. Trump's, Hillary's. uh, This is great. Mexicans now are calling for uh, a border wall. (laughs) Nice work on the countdown clock there. Oh, look at that! (laughs) 71 hours. Wow. Isn't Uh, that far? Oh, look at that! Look at that. Mm. It'd be nice to Jeffy Day. No, it's not be nice to Jeffy Day. It's just insult-free day. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily have to be nice, but okay, sorry, go ahead. Um, we're splitting hairs. Mexicans are calling for a border wall at their southern border to keep Guatemalans, Salvadorans, and Hondurans fleeing violence out of their country. Hmm. I love it. Uh, they complain about the hordes of illegal immigrants flooding the country on the way to the U.S., who then deport them back to Mexico. Mexican newspaper El Mañana. Doesn't that mean the tomorrow? (laughs) Does that mean the tomorrow? I think so, yeah. Uh, Yes to the border wall, but in Mexico south. uh, Trump's idea of a border wall is a good one, but it should be built on the southern border with Central America. El Manana wrote. There's been reports, and I'm looking to see if it's actually been confirmed, but we're helping them with that by sending them equipment and training to help them shore up the border wall. I believe it. It certainly helps us. Again, our problem with... with, uh, Trump has never been the idea of a physical barrier no. uh, to Mexico no. or to anywhere to our south. I mean, I, the idea of controlling your borders is a good one, and yes. you know, I, we support that a general they, idea. They just never support our efforts. Uh, M- Mexico never supports our efforts to control our border, but they're always pushing their own on the south Correct. border of Mexico, which uh-huh. is hypocritical at best, and it, it drives me out of my mind. And here's another great example of that. 
I mean, they're going to build walls and, and they're hammering us all the time for being, uh, you know, nationalistic, for being a racist, all of that stuff. And yet they try to take the same precautions anyway. Um, I, I want to see this Missouri Democrat who supposedly made this great. Have you seen this? No. This is supposedly the greatest uh, campaign ad of the 2016 election. <laughs> Let's see it. What? Let's see it. I'm Jason Kander. And Senator Blunt has been attacking me on guns. Well, in the Army, I learned how to use and respect my rifle. In Afghanistan, I'd volunteer to be an extra gun in a convoy of unarmored SUVs. And in the state legislature, I supported Second Amendment rights. I also believe in background checks so that terrorists can't get their hands on one of these. I approve this message because I'd like to see Senator Blunt do this. Nice. That's pretty That's good. Pretty good. I, I mean, I don't know what his gun pretty record good. is. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I don't either. It. My guess is if he's a Democrat, it's pretty terrible, but that's a good ad. <laughs> it is. That is a good ad. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I could not do that. I'm going to come out right now and tell you. Could not do that. No, me neither. Even, I honestly, I don't know. I mean, uh, not even with my eyes open. Uh, <laughs> um, <you> know, <laughs> uh, or with a much easier gun. To assemble, mm-hmm. but that is a pretty, pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah it's it's uh, pretty awesome. Uh, also, there's a supposedly a pretty good one with uh, Audi and Airbnb, uh, who are offering up a crazy house in Death Valley. Uh, yeah. And here's a look at that. Kids, don't play with the scarf, man. Honey, we're out of... Coffee? Got it. I don't care about the house, but I would like to drive that car. Oh, you're talking to me, Mr. Mr. I don't want it cold? It's a perfect place for you to live in the middle of the desert. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Perfect place you for like you to live. As a matter of fact, you should I, go there today. Death Valley would be awesome for you. I, that would be fine with me. You're warm I, there all the time. It would be warm there. And actually, no, it's probably very cold at night, actually. Well, in the oh, desert, you know, it's very cold at night, isn't it? 65, 70 degrees. Really? Which come. Apparently, you know, yeah. when it's 120 in the day, 65 at night feels cold. But. Oh, you know, i got to remember to say happy birthday to my wife, too. Otherwise, Is it her birthday uh, today? Oh, birthday. no. To use the show, oh, we're all out of time. Yeah, we're birthday, all out of time sorry. for your personal well, no, messages. It's, it's the part of the family I like, so <laughs> wish away. It's true. And <laughs> she made some away. dang good mac and cheese yes. last week, so happy birthday, Amber. Happy birthday, Amber. Birthday. What? Yeah. The wind chocolate cake.